Um, we're going to talk uh, today about baptism. It's Baptism Sunday. And what, what our goal is, is to do this once a quarter. Um, and that is what uh, the aim is. And so we have to ask ourselves, you know, why, hey, why do we get excited? First of all, why do we keep the kids in here? And why is this an exciting thing that we're doing, right? And so what is, we have to ask then, what is baptism, all right? And then what is the significance of this? And so I'm going to sit down and talk to you guys for a little bit. Is that okay? Hello. How are you? You doing okay? Do you like the coloring? You're killing it. It's great. Okay? Does anybody, do any of you know what baptism means? Any of you kids know what baptism is? What is it, dude? It's about Jesus. You're right. All right? You're absolutely right. And so, what's up? Yeah. You get to follow Jesus in your heart. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? All right. Good stuff. So, what we want to say is, and then so there's this weird dynamic here where I'm going to be talking to the adults and the kids, so I have to like break this down here, all right? And so the significance of it is this. It, it says in Matthew 28, 19, uh, Jesus says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, it, and it's based off of this Greek word baptisma, right? And that means a cleansing or a plunging in water. And so when we talk about this, and then Jesus gives this command to go into all nations, make disciples, and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. What it is is this. It's a symbol of something that's going on deep in somebody's heart. And, and, and it might be in your heart today that something's going on where you're saying, you know, I want to I follow God in a deeper way. I want to take the next step. And, and when, you, when you invite Jesus into your heart, the next step is baptism. And baptism is, is two things. Well, it's more than two things, but it, I'm going to talk about two things. It's the next step in following Christ. It's an act of obedience. We're saying, okay, we're going to take Matthew 28, 19 serious, right? We're going to be baptized by that. We're going to read over some other scriptures. And we're also going to do this. We're going to do that act of obedience. And then we're going to declare it to people. It's a public declaration that my life is no longer my own. As a matter of fact, that I am going to die to myself, all right? Die to myself, all right? And you're going to say this, and you're saying this, God, I will not try to form my life anymore, okay? And I'm reading a book right now called uh, Invitation to a Journey, and it talks about this, that we try so hard to transform ourselves into the image of Christ, and we forget to let God do the transformation, because we will never be able to transform ourselves into the image of God. Only God can do that. And so when we get, when we get baptized, we're saying that. I'm going to let the control go completely, God. Like, I am going to give my life to you. And so quite dramatic does it sound when you say that I'm going to die to myself. It's so dramatic sounding. And here's what I've come to the conclusion of this. It is dramatic. Matter of fact, it has to be dramatic. And not just for like you know, drama's sake, all right? But for the dramatic change that takes place in your life and the dramatic commitment that you're making in getting baptized. It's, in other words, it's serious, all right? And if I can tell a little story about one of my kids, 
last night we were going over this, and a couple or a few of my kids are getting baptized today, my own kids. And one of them looks at me and she goes, Dad, I'm just excited and nervous. And I said, what are you excited for? She goes, oh, I <laughs> did they're in good hands, obviously. Um, I didn't even know he was up on the stage. Okay, so, um, so anyways, she goes, I'm excited and nervous. And I said, what are you excited and nervous about? She goes, I get to have a new life. And I said, yeah, that's really cool, right? And she goes, that's serious. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty serious. So, you know, these things are going around in their heads and they're thinking, man, this is really cool. And I wonder if we're thinking the same thing as adults, that, man, this is dramatic. All right? Think about it with me. We, we are born, firstly, we are born dependent. Okay? We are dependent on other people in order for our survival to happen. Correct? And then at the age of, I don't know when it happens, there's a switch that comes on at one, two, or three uh, you know, they said the terrible twos. I thought it was the, the threes that were worse, okay? Um, but they, <laughs> we got some parents, okay? So, hallelujah. Um, but, dude, so we look at this and we say, man, okay, we go from this dependent person to this completely selfish kid, right? All right? And so, I mean, think about it. You're hungry, you're hungry, I'm thinking about me, nothing else matters, give me my food, I'm going to cry. I poop my pants, you better change me, I don't care what else is going on right now. We're in the middle of Walmart and I am just taking number twosie in my pants and then I want you to clean it up right now, okay? And you need to take care of that for me. Uh, you don't get something you want, all right? And I know that, that sometimes that doesn't change, okay? You, you cry about it, okay? Jerry Lynn probably experiences a lot with Kevin. If he doesn't get what he wants, then, then he starts to cry a little bit, okay? But I'm in the same boat, bro, so don't worry about it. Okay, so, but we, or maybe it's something like this as we're older. We, we know something that we shouldn't be doing because it's directly against what God is wanting us to do, but we just do it anyways. Selfishness. And so, and then maybe it's this, that, that I have unforgiveness in my heart and bitterness. That's selfish. And, and here's what it is. The reality of those two acts, all those things are selfish, right? Especially as we get older and we know the difference. See, those things, and we think, well, it, it just has to do with me. No, it doesn't. That selfishness affects your walk with Christ. It affects the way that you live out your life. Therefore, your selfishness is only compounded by the, re the unrealization that you're affecting other people by being selfish. And so what do we have to do? Well, we have to be taught to share, right? How many times, you know, just like with a kid that slaps you across the face and you're like, gentle, gentle, you know? You're like, gentle, okay, um, you know, by the 40th time, gentle. Or you have crayons. You guys are doing a great job, by the way, sharing. Good job. All right, Jamie brought 20 packs. Good, thank you. All right, so there, but listen, we share, right? Well, he has the blue one. And, you know, you don't think as a kid there's 40 other colors there that you could choose from. And I say as a kid, but let's be real, okay? As adults, we're the same way. Well, he has the blue one. I can't function now. Okay, just do the other part of the painting right now. 
come back to that when it's available, all right? But this is all stuff, and I don't have this down. So I'm preaching to the choir up here, okay? So understand that. I don't have 10 tips to be a better you, all right? Uh, I do have one, follow Christ and follow his word, and and I think what you're going to see is results come out of that. And so we have to be taught to share. We have to be taught to be nice to one another, right? We need a lesson in that. We, we need a lesson in we have to communicate with one another, right? We have to talk to one another. We have to be taught to look out for one another. We have to be taught other things like self-control and why that's a good thing. And so as we look here, there's a lot of stuff we have to be taught. And what are we doing? We're on this journey to be more like Christ. In Romans 6, 4, 1 through 4 speaks to it like this. It says this. Well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful, wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when you were joined with Christ in baptism, we joined him in death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. I want you guys to hear that, that are getting baptized today. All right? We died and were buried with Christ in baptism. We joined him in his death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by his glorious power of the Father, now we also have new lives. Dude, that's awesome. 2 Corinthians says it like this. 2 Corinthians 5.14, if you guys want to go there. It says it like this. Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Jesus died for all, we also believe that we have died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live with themselves or for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. That's pretty awesome. And there's this invitation that's going out in Colossians 2, 11 through 15. It says this, when you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision by cutting away your sinful nature, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him, and with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You see, we have to get this picture that when we when we get baptized, it doesn't magically make everything new. You don't suddenly change, and, and I'm, what I'm learning is that life is, we're always looking for the next quantum leap in our life. When we don't look at life, we need to start looking at life as a journey. This today, what happens today is the beginning of a journey. It doesn't mean that you're instantaneously changed into the image of Christ. That is a process. But in America and cultures all over the world, we want instantaneous results, See, the, the quantum leap that we experience where, oh, my gosh, I just feel like we're so much, I'm so much deeper in a relationship with God. That is a result of a journey that you have been on. See, we can't look at the one moment and say, yeah, that's when it all changed. Although some moments are like when you give your life to Christ. 
when you get baptized, but then there's these steps that you're taking to continuously follow Christ. And so what I'm learning lately is this, that you have got to, and I talked about talk to this about Bob, is this, we get our value from what we do in our culture. We get um, our being, all right, comes out of our doing. Our value comes out of our doing. That's why when some people retire, they get really depressed because they have what? Been identifying as that's who I am. I don't know what to do anymore. That's who I was. Now who am I? What value do I have? And what we have to come to the realization is this, that my doing should come out of my being. See, I'm going to be with God. I'm going to spend time with Him. I'm going to commune with God. Therefore, I can go do. All right? And so, this is the deal. That we are not, if I take this ring off right here, oof, need to run a little more. Um, <laughs> He's not married. Okay. If this ring is sitting over here, it's right here, guys. Caden, am I still married to mommy? What? Good answer. Yes, I am. All right. I was waiting for the no. <laughs> Put it back on. Okay. I'm still married to mommy. This doesn't make, this ring being off does not make me any less married, correct? Now, I'm going to put this ring back on. Does it make me more married? No, it does not. It's just like baptism today. If I go under the water, if I come up, right, does it make me more holy? No, it puts me on a journey and a different path than I was before. That's what it was. Okay, so when people get baptized, they're not super Christians. Here we go, released. And then, you know, no, we've got to disciple them. We've got to, and the, po- the point of today is this, that, that this is just the beginning. There's going to be six people that are signed up to be baptized today, right? This is just the beginning. And, and in this, we have to realize that it's our responsibility as followers of Christ to disciple them in the way that they should go. It's to show them that, no, God gives me what I'm supposed to do. Out of being with him, I can do. And so when we talk about this, it's like the covenant that Jen and I made when we got married is very important. And today what they're doing today is they're making a covenant with Christ. They're saying, I want to be baptized in the death of Christ. I want to be raised into new life. And I want to live a life and a promise that is about you, Jesus. And that is pretty awesome stuff. All right? And so, again, it says there, therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are now confirmed in the position that we have in Christ. That is pretty awesome. 1 Corinthians 12 uh, says this, 12, 12 and 13. Went right past it, sorry. It says these words, 
The human body has many parts, but the many parts make up a whole body. So it's with the body of Christ. Some of us are Jews and some are Gentiles and some are slaves and some are free, but we've all been baptized into one body by one spirit, and we all share the same spirit. Think about this. When you guys are getting baptized today, not only are you taking another step into becoming more like Christ and making a public declaration, you literally are gaining a family, the body of Christ. And when we think about this, this is, a, this is part of that drama, and I'm not saying it in a teenage girl way. Oh, my gosh. Okay? I'm sa- Boys have drama too, I know. Calm down, okay? Believe me, I taught school for... Sp- oh, jeez. Okay, so here is the deal, all right? It is dramatic. So what happens today... When people go under the water and they come up, we are not going to golf clap. We're not, dude. We are going to get psyched, okay? Now, like, not enough to scare people. Calm down, Ben. Um, Don't go crazy. No, Ben, I want you guys, let's go. Can we get a little excited, though? Is that okay? Okay, good. Because we're going to be, what we have to realize for those that are getting baptized and for those that are not getting baptized, let me tell you something. If you have a relationship with Christ, you've never been baptized, you want to be baptized today, you can do it today. All right? Seriously, we have towels. I don't have extra clothes for you, but we have towels. Okay? So if you don't mind driving home wet, all good. All right? If you've been baptized before, you don't need to be baptized again. Right? But if you've never been baptized, legitimately, I want to open up and you say, you know what, I want to follow Christ. I want to receive Christ as my Savior. We will baptize you today. All right? There's not a six-week course. I don't think they went to the Jordan River and then they had their little off course that they taught. Okay? He taught a lesson. Boom. It was there. The invitation was open and they baptized him. And that's what we're doing here today. All right? And no apologies for that. But it says this. Uh, we are becoming part of something bigger than us. When you said yes to Jesus, you became part of something bigger than you. When you make a commitment to Christ through baptism, you're coming, becoming part of something that is bigger than yourself. You're becoming part of a family. You're becoming uh, part of the family of God that, that his love, his patience, his mercy, his grace is not restricted by time or space. It is beyond anything that we can think or imagine. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing, God's love for us. And so as we move into this time where we're going to, sorry, where we're going to baptize six people today, Rick's going to come up. He's going to lead us in this song called uh, The River. And here's the deal. I want to pray now because I'm going to put the mic down. I'm not going to have it anymore. God, we just thank you for this moment. God, help it to be a moment that that lives in people's minds and hearts, these people that are being baptized today. As a flashpoint, God, not not that everything just became awesome all of a sudden, but that they made a commitment to you. God, help us to be responsible with that commitment. As your followers, as your disciples, would you help us to make disciples out of these these kids and, and this adult that's getting baptized today? 
God, we just pray that you would come and move in a mighty way in all of our hearts. God, that it's more than a symbol. It's a way of life. And so we thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for what you desire to do in this place and in these people. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, there is one consideration I want you to take. Um, if Just ask that there's um, no photos posted on Facebook. I know that's a weird, just, I know that's, but just don't do it, right? Uh, allow us, we're going to take video, we're going to make a video for next week to show, right? Uh, there's just some considerations that we have to think about. Um, so if you could not do that, is that cool? Is everybody good with that? If it's your personal kid, go for it, all right? But we just ask that um, no one else do the videoing, okay? Cool? All right, sweet. If you're getting baptized, you can go ahead and head up here. Come and cleanse me, come forgive 
And in these waters, healing mercy flows with freedom from despair. I am going to that river, Lord, I need to meet you, precious Jesus. Precious Jesus, I am ready to surrender every care. Take my hand now, lead me closer. This is the invitation. Come and join us in the river. Come find life beyond compare. He is calling. He is waiting. Jesus longs to meet you there. He is calling. He is waiting. Jesus longs to meet you there. Precious Jesus, I am ready to surrender. guys want to um in the front you can stay seated if you i mean you guys i mean let's just make this you guys can come up i mean there's no need to like it doesn't have to be a spectator sport here you can come up there's plenty of room yeah <laughs> just invite you if you're comfortable sitting that's that's fine as well All right, what's your name, bud? Caden. Caden. All right. So are you willingly making a commitment to Jesus Christ? Yes. Yeah? Yes. That's awesome. All right, let's do this.
receive that those are back in the baskets or back in the toolboxes back there uh other than that you guys come on is everybody out there why don't you guys come back in real quick you bruise yourself the walk is not for the weary. All right. Why don't we just say congratulations again by cheering for him. And so, God, we say yes to what you're doing. We say that you are the Lord of all. God, that these kids and this young man, they would not wait to activate until some point in their life, but they would begin to move in your spirit now, God. That you would speak clearly and that their lives would be a reflection of who you are and the decision that they've made today. And so we thank you for the opportunity to do this. And we thank you that because of your life, we can live. And we just say, God, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. All right, so we're going to uh, release. You guys are good to go. Again, I know it's new. Connect cards.
and offerings go back in the uh, toolboxes back there. And we'll see you guys next week. Have a great week.